What are we going to cast Frith about today? Well, I figure the first thing we're going to say is welcome lovely listeners around the virtual campfire. Would you like to say that then? Welcome, welcome lovely, lovely listeners, listeners around, around the, the virtual, virtual campfire! There's a few more bods to get in. Hopefully. All in. Good, good. Good, good. Are you um, sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. No, George. <laughs> Don't do that. That's her hair. <laughs> and what do we say to our visitor? We, we say, say good morning, good morning visitor. visitor. <laughs> no, George, she hasn't got a funny hat on. That's her That's hair. Her hair. <laughs> remembering Giggleswick. Giggleswick, well, yes, please, speak on. Flailing Chocolates, international tour are going through Giggleswick. Of course they are, yes, They're going to, like, you know, the Herdwick Sheep Arena, <laughs> a.k.a. a field that's getting loaned for the occasion. There is no parking in the upper field. No, <laughs> no, 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 parking is available. <laughs> Parking is available in the upper field, or no parking is available in the upper field. No, 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 parking is available in the upper field. Lovely listeners, welcome around the virtual campfire to Frithcast number 35. Ta-da! That was pretty good, do it again. Ta-da! Wow. Welcome to Frithcast number 35. 35. I'm Suzanne Martin. And I'm Kate Martin, and I'm a layabout. Okay, moving on. I'm not a layabout. I mean, I work for a living, but, you know, today I'm a layabout. Professional layabout. And I'm not... It's taken years of training. Yeah. Qualifications. I'm not, I'm not like the ambassador conferences for anything, like and... a heathen. Even a heathen. Yeah, well, no. Passing, passing coffee-powered druid. Coffee-powered druid. So we thought we'd have a chat today about the concept of honour. Honour. Now, we're going to attempt to keep this to our usual episode length but we might get really excited it might get a little bit longer so apologies if you listen to this on a set length journey and there's a little bit left over that you have to go and listen to on the way back sorry we're gonna take you to work and back today (laughs) in advance so honor is a concept that's in the sagas okay and it's something that modern heathens are very much aware of that they should have but what exactly is it what are the examples in the sagas and how do those relate to now? Because we've got a completely different society now to the one that was a thousand years ago. So how does that concept, does that concept come across to now? Mm. How does it come across to now? Is it the same? Has it changed? Yeah. Is our concept of honour the same as their concept of honour? Mm. 
how does this change and what does that mean for a modern heathen now? Do we try and keep to the old concept of honour as written in the sagas? Do we look at our society now and develop a new concept of honour? Yeah. Does it have parallels to the old concept of honour? This okay. discussion could take a while. I'm going to try and keep it short. <clears throat> it easily could. <clears throat> it easily could. And is honour a... Is it something is modern it a... heathen should aspire to? Is it a good thing? Yeah. Is it a beneficial thing? Or is it something that actually causes... Damage. Damage. Mm. I'd like to start with a quote. Go with the quote. If I may. From an evil person. Oh, good show. Um, and how, how evil are we talking Very about? evil. We're talking universal destruction evil. Whoa. And not even... Can I mention Thanos? Because spoilers. I was going to say, does Thanos make house calls? Because no. you're going to have to get bigger doors. Eviler than Thanos. Whoa. Because Thanos, evil as he may have been, mm. had a reasoning behind what he was doing. It was a, it was a crap reasoning. Huge logical yeah, but, flaws. Uh, yeah. But he still had a motivation for what he was doing. This particular evil person was doing it basically for a laugh. And the person I'm thinking of is Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg from the movie The Fifth Element, Whoa. who at one point mentioned the concept of honour and said of it, honour has killed millions of people. It hasn't saved a single one. Yeah. Now, evil as he may have been, you could argue that to be the case. You could. So we need to break it down <clears> and work out what honour is today how it compares to what it was then. Yeah. And is it, is it a good thing? Is it still a relevant is thing it, to a modern heathen? Is it on balance a good thing? Yes. I mean, our standard disclaimer applies. We can't, we can't tell, tell you how, how to heathen. heathen. Yeah. We can't. And neither can anybody else. These are decisions and thoughts and wee little thinky patterns that you're going to have to kind of... Work your way through for yourselves. We're just a couple of plebs. We have got no authority to tell you what you should think or how you should behave or... And neither does anybody else. And neither does anyone else. Total disclaimer on the disclaimer. If you are part of an online group of any kind, it will have a set of rules and regulations mm -hmm. that you should have read and felt that they parallel your own understanding of things before you joined. Rules and regulations, principles and conventions. And those. And all that. All those. Yep. So? So whilst nobody can tell you how to heathen, you know, keep in mind that if you are part of an online group or if you are part of a physical group, they will have an accepted code of behaviour. Yep. And that's, you know, the thing. Okay. So, if we look at the sagas. Mm-hmm. Icelandic sagas, yep. written after the events that they describe. Okay. They're also written down by people who are predominantly Christian. Right. So you've not only got the, the time difference, mm -hmm. you've also got the, the faith bias over the top. So they present a, a view, but a very skewed view. And the trick is learning where that bias is. And sometimes you'll see the bias and sometimes... You won't be able to, but it might still be there. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't... <coughs> to say that something is written after the fact or by somebody of a different philosophical viewpoint mm -hmm. doesn't invalidate it, nope. but it does equip you to to understand where the biases might be. Yes, you've um, got to just watch... Keep that in mind as you're reading them. Yeah. Who wrote it and when they wrote it. Mm. 
those two things are fairly important to try and understand what they are and yeah. where they come from. Mm. So Snorri Stilson, who, uh, yeah, I keep trying to imagine his name on a nameplate and the postman trying to pronounce it. It's not a good <laughs> image. He says, valiant men who exert a good influence are called drenger. Drink. And that encompasses the, not drauger. Not drauger, I was just That's about to say. a whole different kind of person. Or um, drauma. No, not that either. Um, so this is an individual who encompasses things like bravery, nobility, uh, a sense of fair play, respect for others, mm-hmm. also important. A strength, not necessarily brute strength, but a strength to do what is right. That sense of honour. And also self-control. Okay. There are some lovely examples in the sagas of that self-control of a, a gentleman who is fighting and somebody comments that he can see kind of pus leaking out of the first guy's foot and blood and squishy bits and injury kind of goo. Yeah. Ew. And he says, but yeah. you know, dude, you are kind of doing the whole sort of leaking thing. Are you all right? You're in a bad way. You're in kind of, yeah, you need to just go get that scene to because that just looks nasty. Yeah. Um, and the first guy says, I've no desire to stop fighting while both my legs are the same length. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you're just like, mate, no. I, okay. <laughs> so, All right, fair enough. So it's kind of, they have, it, it mixes in with that very dark humour that you see. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's plenty of examples in the saga of what people perceive honour to be. Mm. And anybody can be almost hypersensitive to slights on their honour. Yeah. And the opinion of the community that surrounds them, because that's a big part of what the sagas attach honour to, is not only your opinion, it's the opinions of other people about you. Okay. And this is where I think it's fair to say, and I should, I will be up front. At the front. Okay. I will be uh, I will be honest and say that I have always had a distrust of people who overtly place honour in a, a, a prominent role in their lives that they are actively seeking after it. Basically basically saying that they, they will they live their lives by these rules of honour. Yes. And that is not to try to offend anyone who who does consider it important, but what I'm specifically talking about is is people who will use it to justify abuses. Yes. Or they'll <clears throat> focus on that to the extent where they exclude everything else. Yeah. Um, and it's when we get into areas like slights on my honour. Yes. Somebody has said something and therefore they have brought my honour into, into doubt and I need to kill them, burn their village, yeah, murder their children. All of those things happen in the sagas. And yeah, now, I mean, obviously this is where... Again, this is a personal viewpoint. It's a it's a it's a personal issue I have with that interpretation of honor. But I'm hoping as we look into it, we'll we'll find that there's yeah they they certainly there are certainly examples in the sagas of kill them, maim them, burn the village yeah. deemed as an an, an honorable act or to regain lost honor. Mm-hmm. If you look at Eagle's saga, now Eagle, if you haven't come across him before is a very, very gnarly individual. He's a berserker. Okay. He's exceptionally good at fighting and killing and gaining honour and maintaining honour. He kills his first man when he's under... I think he kills his first 
opponent at seven years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. A mini murderer. Yeah. Um, he's very grumpy, mm-hmm. very angry, <laughs> very gnarly, and he also writes some of the most awesome poetry ah. ever. <laughs> he's a, okay, fair enough. A very, very grumpy, poetic berserker. <laughs> he's quite a character. Yeah. If you look at his saga, Eagle's Saga, mm-hmm. you gain honour in that saga by going on raids. Yeah. You go and you fight in battles. Yeah. You compose poetry. Okay. And that brings you honour. All right. I mean, of those things, bearing in mind the time period that they were in, yes, I would have no problem with any of those things as 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 a a way of uh, gaining honour in the eyes of your mm. of your people, you're, because yeah. you're you know you're 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 fighting presumably against the the enemies and and whatever, and yeah, I mean, you could break down. Well, you know, is is that uh, was a was a, a battle justified here and all that kind of thing, but. Remember the period that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. This this basically was, you know, having a huge battle and slaughtering thousands of people was basically how you said good morning. It has <laughs> that parallel, yes, on occasion. There's an example in there about warning about trying not to gain too much honour. Okay. It says, you know, things like it's better not to offer if you're going to offer too much. Yeah. It's that moderation of balance. Mm-hmm. There's a chap in Eagle Saga called Thorolf. And he builds the equivalent of a Porsche longship. He builds, like, <laughs> bling. He has pimped my longship. He builds the most awesomest, wickedest monster truck longship you have ever seen. Other status mark longships are available. Other status mark longships were not available. That was the point. Now, the king kind of happens on by and says, that's a pretty bling ship. And Thorolf is like, yes, it is. Why, nice thank you very much. I put my sunglasses on and go, ka-ching. Indeed. And the king kind of looks at it and goes, it's better than mine. And Thorolf goes, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, poot. Might Big have, problem. Might have, might have thought ahead on that one, really. Might have, like, dialed back the bling a little bit because you've now made your superior have less honour than you have gained by building this mighty big ship. Let me guess. Hang on. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna, Right. Go for it. Thorolf, right? Yeah. Go, go king, right? Yeah. Here's how you deal with it. You go. Well, it's funny you should say that, Your Majesty, because in actual fact, I have built this ship for you. Do you know that's exactly what he did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good man. <laughs> Thorolf figured that not only his honour was on the line, but also his neck, and graciously gave this monster truck blinged up longship to the king, who went, why, thank you very much. I'll take that. Yeah. Tar muchly. Can I have your old one, you imagine? Yeah, no. Um, okay. <laughs> he temporarily solves it by gifting it to the king because the king's still very grumpy about the fact that Thorolf has overstepped his mark. Saw through it, did he? Slightly oh, saw dear. through it. You oh, know, dear. the keys are in the ignition. Why, thank you very much. Yoink! <laughs> 24 horsepower crew, latest in sale technology, it's all in there. Why have you carved that massive slab with runes saying, look at Thorolf's new ship, isn't it awesome? Yeah. (laughs) The king hasn't killed anyway. Oh, shit. I mean, oh no, come on. That's not on. So it's all about 
keeping it in balance. Yeah. Uh, there's another. Well, we sorry to. The... We did. Um, I mean, we did talk about reciprocity and things in terms of giving gifts to. And, and sacrifices to the gods, didn't we? We did. Okay. Keep it in balance. Yeah. Keep it within the acceptable limits. If you give a thing, you oblige somebody to return the thing. Or yes. return, or return a, the equivalent an equivalent of a thing. Of a thing. So, yeah, so I, by giving him, the king, that much extra honour, Thorolf put the king in his debt. Yeah. Not where the king wants to be. No. 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 So bad, what, do, bad what, idea. what do we do with people who... Within whom... What do we do with people... In whose debt we find ourselves? We go, punt, this is Sparta. We murder them. We do. We do. We don't murder this them. This is Sparta. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and other genders are available, and all the infinite varieties thereof. Yeah. We don't we murder go, them. We go, not Just, having this. <clears throat> yeah. We're not having this. Blah, So that's what happened. Or, as Eddie Izzard would put it. <laughs> yes. So there's another example in another saga where a character advises two young people as they go on their first Viking raid. And he says, beware of going where overwhelming force opposes you. I'm good with this. As in, that don't sounds... get yourself right in it because you're narnered. That sounds like fools rush in where angels fear to tread. It does. For the Christians. And know thy an enemy and basically don't... Yeah, don't go, where, go where them. there's an overwhelming yeah. force from uh, Sun Tzu in The Art of War. Yay, Sun Tzu. He knew his stuff. He did. He also says there's more honour in accumulating little by little than by overreaching and falling flat. Yeah, I like that. So don't Take be building... Steady. Take it steady. Don't be building pimp my longship and handing it over and thinking that it's a good thing. Mm. Because it's probably not. If all the king's got is the Mary Rose, don't go building the USS Nimitz and handing it to him. Do not do it. No. No. Harsh, mm. harsh things. Dishonour is almost easier to track than honour okay. in the sagas. The Gracchus, which is a medieval law book, says that you are free to kill someone if they speak certain forms of insults. Okay. So if they give you dishonour by saying specific named things, yeah. you can kill them for that. So sometimes it's easier to see dishonour and the penalties for causing dishonour or the the ways of reclaiming honour than it is actually to see honour itself. I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. And you may feel free to cut all this if you like. Okay. Because it might be a limb that... Too far. A limb too far. Possibly. But, you see, I, in my modern day way of looking at things, and without wanting to get political, I've been called a liberal snowflake on many occasions. But, you see, the, the perspective that I have from my position now here in the, here in the modern day is surely there is more strength in withstanding the sticks and stones mm -hmm. and showing this does not concern me your 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 buzzing your little insignificant little little warbling noises that you're making are of no consequence to me why should i concern myself with with you i mean it's like sit down pup the wolves are talking exactly yes i i <laughs> i don't understand and this is purely a cultural thing, I'm sure. You know, mm -hmm. this is this is. It might be a cultural thing. It might be an upbringing thing. Some people will see my response to an insult as cowardice because I don't immediately try to to wreak vengeance on the person who's who's called me something. Whereas I would argue that by showing them how deeply they've affected me, mm -hmm. 
yeah, how sensitive I was to the words that they used, and this is and this is where my a lot of my 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 sort of difficulty. I'm not necessarily say issues with, but my difficulty in understanding this this worldview comes from is you know. Well, you see, that's where you have to kind of translate it through to the modern age. Mm-hmm. You get examples of young people who have perceived their honour to have been slighted and mm-hmm. have exacted a price for that. Absolutely. I mean, you see it in you know, it's it's. Still a very, very current thing in, in, in the modern world. So, you know, what does that mean for a modern heathen? How do you behave with honour? Mm. How do you face a situation and think, what is the most honourable thing I can do right now? Mm. Is it to walk away and think about it? If you're behaving with honour, mm. what does that mean to you? Lovely listeners, we're going all deep and meaningful again. Oh, this was the point. Yeah, this is always this where was, we were going to go. <laughs> um, you know, what does it mean to you to behave with honour? And what does it mean for things like have them all, the verse 127, declaration 127? Mm. If you see something wrong in the world, you speak out against it and you give your enemies no peace. How do you do that honourably? Mm. How do you behave in such a way that you are fair, that you are balanced, that you have that sense of fair play, that you have that respect for others. Mm. How do you put honour into that mix without focusing exclusively on honour and thinking, well, that person's just personally attacking me and has therefore lost the point of this argument? Mm. How do you do that? Behaving honourably might mean behaving with strength and grace at the same time with a whole big dollop of right action in there yeah if you help out at a food bank or i think in america it's called a goodwill or here in the uk it's if you do charity work yeah is that acting honorably is helping those that are disadvantaged in your communities acting honorably if you then come to social media and advertise the fact that you've done 45 minutes of helping work this month and aren't you lovely, mm. is that acting honourably? I... Or is that then focusing on you and not on them? So how does that I wonder work? If, if part of the disconnect comes from the difference between personal honour mm. and behaving with honour. Yes. There was a quote, and it's, and it's one that you've, you've used, and I can't think where it comes from and i want to say it's from doctor who but okay i think it might be from somewhere more sensible okay tell me where the what the quote and is it's, and it's, I'll try it, it's and... the quote about the w- would you still do the same thing in the dark on your own with nobody it's babylon five it's babylon five i love me some babylon five on, can you re- it, but it's still good. can you remember exactly what it was i can't cause... i can't remember the exact wording but i know the quote that you mean mm. is when one of the characters is being interrogated mm. in the dark on their own and said, you behave with honour, but would you make the same choices if nobody was watching? Yeah. And if you can honestly say to yourself, yes, I would make that same choice. If there were no consequence to this and there was nobody watching and there was nobody there to see my right action. Nobody there to congratulate you for doing the right thing. Yeah. Nobody no, would ever recognise or remember what you'd, done, what you'd done. Would you still do that thing? Mm. Would you make... A sacrifice knowing full well what the cost was going to be. Would you do these things without any expectation of being praised for it? Mm. And that, to me, suggests that 
behaving honourably is something entirely independent of other people. Yes. It's not about having other people's credit, having other people congratulating you and, 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 and lionising you and saying, oh, how, no, how, how great you are. It's, it's about, not their focus of worth, it's your own. Yeah. So you, to me, you see, that would seem to be a very different concept from the idea of saving face. Yes. You know, so if somebody insults you or, or if, um, you know, in the case of, you know, politicians who've made, who've made a decision and subsequently realise it was entirely wrong, but rather than backing down, they keep on going ahead with it. And people say, oh, they're, they're trying to save face. Mm. And that, to me, is a very different thing. Is it not more honourable to do the right thing at the cost of your reputation? Or even more, you know, at the cost of your life, perhaps. To do the right thing despite that, mm. that would seem to me to be a more valid concept of honour than than oh you, you they have dissed me and therefore I must you have dissed me and exactly yes yeah. it's it's quite a strange thing and it's something I'm still thinking about it's something I'm still digging into mm. what this means to me personally mm. so lovely listeners we figured we'd give you some examples from the sagas okay let you have a, an understanding of how they saw them back then even though the sagas are that distorted view yeah yeah and what it means here and now. Have a think about what it means to you personally. And remember that we can't tell you how to heathen. No. <laughs> it's kind of a, a requirement for listening to the podcast <laughs> is that we cannot tell you how to heathen. We, but well, these I, are I, things I, that you can turn around in your brain. Mm, how I, do I act honourably in this situation? What would be maybe not the best thing for me, but what would be the best thing for my community mm. is there something I can do to help the people who are in my community mm. all of them and it's not and just kind of the person that lives next to me on one side yeah. but also but everybody even the people that you don't like and the yeah. people you don't agree with and and whatever how what are you doing that will and, and I think that's 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 probably it's worth throwing in a little disclaimer from from me mm. because I mean I'm I'm making out that you know there's, there's this kind of honour that's good and there's this kind of honour that's bad. And so, and I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, by striving to save face and, 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 and make yourself look good and mm. you see, even that's very, a, a very sort of emotive way of putting it. But yeah. what I'm saying is even, even concentrating on your own reputation, let's say, mm. doesn't necessarily preclude you from doing the right thing by others or by your society or, or mm. what have you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm being very simplistic about it for the sake of the discussion. Yeah, but the, the value of honour in your own life is subjective. Yeah. And the value that your community, the people who live around you, your wider community, your village, your town, your state, your county, your country, places on honour, mm. is also subjective. So where is it focused? Yeah. What? what how does it interact with... With other people's concepts of similar things, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a naughty one. It is. And I'm still kind of digging through it for myself. Mm. The learning doesn't stop. The self-reflection doesn't stop. Yeah. It's just a constant understanding of where does this piece fit in my understanding of things. Yeah. I, have a, I have an unfortunate tendency to see things in a very kind of monochromatic way. Mm. Um, I, I will tend to pick up on something and 
sort of fairly quickly make a, make a judgment as to whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Is it morally right or morally wrong? And, and, and sometimes I have to kind of just put the brakes on and go, whoa, hang on. Let's mm. step back. Let's look at it in a little bit. And this is certainly what this is certainly helping me with this concept because you know until fairly recently I probably would have I probably would have listened to people talking about honour and gone ah well what, what you know that's that's nonsense and and it's it's a lot more subtle it's a lot more subtle <laughs> and a lot more complex and it, and and again it's an and it's another one of many many lessons that I've had to learn <laughs> on just how much grey there is out there there is know? a whole lot of good kind of grey yeah. and you know you say to somebody what does honour mean to you and it's a very very personal answer yeah. that you'll get back and for me it depends <laughs> it yeah. depends on my situation it depends on a whole lot of different things and it's probably a good place to just kind of stop it there before we get way deep kind of philosophically yum with this stuff yum yeah, it's a technical term. I've just made it up. Um, we're going to uh, drop you some links in the show description like we usually do. Yeah. Thank you for sitting with us, lovely listeners. Round the virtual campfire. And we, we will talk to you all next time. We will. And we've been more than interested in it to, to hear about your thoughts on this one. Because mm. it is, you know, as, as we are... You know, always interested in in, in, in your thoughts, what on, you're thinking, on, on whatever we're talking about. But yeah, with this one, I think it's it is one of those things that 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 needs to be prodded and poked, but ultimately yes. is in a healthy way. In a healthy way, but ultimately, I think the more we go over it and the more viewpoints we get, I think the better we'll all understand. Yeah, the nuance, the more nuanced it ends up, mm. the discussion ends up becoming. Yeah. So. We'll wrap it up there for today. Okie dokie. If you would like to find me online, my name's Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Facebook under Suzanne Martin. You can find me on Twitter. Indeed, and should you, for whatever reason, have absolutely nothing better to do with your time and want to find me... Yay! Um, you can... <laughs> I do. You're, bi- <laughs> You're biased. I know, but... But as long as I understand the bias... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can you can probably best find me at uh, my shabby website glassrain.net and uh, my social media accounts linked from there. I'm always happy to hear from you. Drop me a line. It's all good. Yeah, throw us a friend yeah. request, throw us comments, throw us queries, throw us all the things. It'll Just don't throw us bricks and things. No, please. not good. Unless they're sponge ones, and then that's okay. Sponge bricks. Sponge Lego. Bricks. Other no, building don't... materials are available. Uh, building toys are available. I used to I used to love all that. I used okay. to play with that. Yes, I've drawers full. Lovely listeners. We're gonna go talk about Kate's little drawers full of Lego. <laughs> and we'll talk to you all next time. Yep. Bye. Alright, bye bye. <laughs>